Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Joining us on the line is Frank Reseteris. He's president of the local branch of the American Postal Workers Union, where uh, later tonight in Cheektowaga, a long-talked-about, long-awaited meeting is set to take place regarding moving some postal sorting operations from Buffalo to Rochester. Frank, thanks for being on with us this morning. If we could just kind of start at the beginning, what is the Postal Service looking to do to the sorting center in Cheektowaga? The Postal Service is planning on moving certain of its operations uh, of mail that's currently processed in Buffalo to Rochester. And uh, from the initial survey study that we've received, it has indicated that it would affect mail going to zip codes, one four zero beginning with 140, 141, 142, 143, and 147, which is our large immediate area. And uh, that mail would be mail that would be entered into the system here through the blue collection boxes, drop boxes, mail that comes in over the window at stations and branches, that mail that comes in, and then once it's processed in the plant, that mail then goes back into those zip codes I mentioned, and then uh, then is distributed. So it never leaves Buffalo, it comes into the plant, it's picked up here, comes into the plant here, leaves the plant here and goes back into the community. That is the mail that is is designed to be sent to Rochester for the first step of the processing, then sent back to Buffalo for the remainder of the processing, all of which is done in the building right now currently here in Buffalo. So how much more time is this going to add to the mail? Well, your guess is as good as mine. Just envision uh, having to... Uh, Accumulate the mail here, then put it on a truck or trucks, send it to to Rochester, have it processed according to their schedule. Don't forget, they're processing other mails as well. They're not downsizing. And then after it's processed there, put back on trucks, sent back to Buffalo, brought into our plant where it originated, and then processed on additional steps, other machines that break it down to the zip code, and then the carrier sequencing, the way a carrier carries his mail on the on his route. That's where it'll, it, it'll have a further breakdown here in Buffalo. So the amount of time it takes that, well, obviously, it's going to take longer than it does now. It would take longer. Why 
Rochester instead of the other way around, right? You know, why not move the sorting in Rochester to Buffalo? Is there a reason that you could see behind that decision, one city instead of the other? Uh, Brian, your guess is as good as mine on that one. They just rolled out this report with a secretive meeting they planned in downtown Buffalo, didn't tell anybody, denied it for the longest time, because it's a it's a required public meeting that they have to have. But uh, didn't give any wherewithal as far as why Rochester versus Buffalo. But I remind you back, and, and you probably recall, back in 2011, they came up with a similar plan to move Buffalo Mail to Rochester. And uh, Brian Higgins and uh, Senator Schumer got involved and put a stop to it in 2011. So why Rochester is the centerpiece, uh, that would be up for them to explain, but uh, I really don't have an answer for you. You know, I remember when it was threatened before, and you were able to fight it off. What do you think about the support this time to fight it versus the last time? Well, um, I believe the public, and that's what this meeting is, is for tonight, the public needs to hear the presentation. Now, don't forget, this is a presentation that is, is, got, is going to be filled with boilerplate language. There's six slides they show, and, uh, and it's going to be it's, it's, it's the same presentation that's been marched out nationwide. Uh, but the people need to kind of slow that process down, uh, slow that presentation down and ask specific questions about their mail. And we're hoping that uh, from public pressure, public pushback, the Postal Service will realize that, that uh, uh, this, this whole effort is not in the best interest of people who are, will be receiving mail in zip codes 140, 141, 142, 143, and 147. And we're hoping that the public will put enough pressure on them. Now, mind you, uh, uh, Congressman Higgins is no longer in office, and he was a good champion for us on this issue and was a reason for part of our success. But Senator Schumer is still involved. However, as the majority leader now, he's very uh, much more active in world issues. But we're going to still enlist his support after this meeting. And with the public and, and, and our friends in Congress, we're hoping to put a stop to it. You know, one of these things, this lapse in representation in Congress could play an issue in. You know, Frank, uh, according to the Postal Service, it says the uh, you know Chictawaga facility would still remain open, just doing different things. Uh, it says that jobs wouldn't necessarily be effective. Um, but well, do you see people moving around? You know, how do you think this would actually impact uh, postal workers in Western New York? Well, the jobs issue is also disingenuous. It's 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 very secretive what they're talking about. But if you read the initial findings report. It talks about the whole package, the Buffalo-Rochester package, and it says there will only be 18 less craft positions totally between both locations. It's not 18 less positions in Buffalo totally. So, for instance, Brian, if you take – let's say we lose 218 jobs in Buffalo, but, but Rochester gains 200 because of the mail then it's only a net loss of 18 jobs. It doesn't say a net loss of 18 jobs in Buffalo. There'd be 100, and, let's say, for instance, 218 lost in Buffalo. But in reality, the net is only 18 lost to, between the two sites. That's the disingenuous statistics that they're providing us at this point. So, so we're not at all consoled with the loss of jobs being 18 because that is a net between both sites. 
So it's a net after you gain in Rochester, and doesn't say anywhere in the report, 18 less jobs in Buffalo. It's talking about as a total package. And if you look at the final reports, where nine sites have been finalized, they have all lost a key piece of equipment that they're taking out of Buffalo, which will require them now, the advanced face of cancer, which will require them to send this mail to Rochester. And if you look at the final reports in these nine sites, it shows you the actual net amount, but it shows you, again, for the whole, the whole package, both sites together. And that's why it's disingenuous to say that Buffalo won't lose jobs. Quick, if I can, uh, what's the capacity tonight? What are you expecting? Well, <laughs> they started with 125 at the downtown library at 3 in the afternoon uh, with paid parking. We objected. We pushed back vigorously with headquarters and local management, all the while they were denying even having this reservation at the library. Then they finally moved it to the Creekside, uh, 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 Creekside Banquet Center in Chictawaga, and they changed it now to six at night, which is great. And uh, there is no paid parking, so there's no more of an admission charge, so to speak, to get into the meeting. And and they're set, they were setting up for 300 chairs. And then when they started to feel the pushback from the uh, public, now I'm told they're setting up the maximum capacity, which is 500 chairs. But if you look at back in 2011, we had a venue that say, seated 750 and those 750 seats were all packed with standing room and people spilling out into the parking lot so whether or not this 500 will be enough remains to be seen well frank thank you for the time this morning appreciate it and uh, we'll see you later on tonight at that meeting frank reciteris president of the local branch of the american postal workers union you can uh, see more information uh, coming up throughout the morning here on WBEN. So we bring that to you. Postal meeting later on tonight about moving those operations from Cheektowaga to Rochester. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump Board, the BIB Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.